Just trying to figure out what to talk about. The second year doing the curfew, nine o'clock, nine p.m. to five a.m. curfew in the Bahamas. This today is what? What is today? Oh, the fourth, right? Yeah, may the fourth be may with the you. Fourth be with you. <laughs> yeah. So I think all the fans that really get that mm. young kids nowadays have no idea. I don't think they'll be listening to this anyhow. But um, just talking fool, just random talks. We're, we're sitting here on the couch. Um, you have a two-year-old daughter. She's sitting here between us, and she's watching her tablet. I don't know, kids with big heads and big eyes. <laughs> um, but uh, so what? Sweetheart, I mean, it's such a big topic, right? Yes, it's a very big topic. And um, I find a lot of people talk about it over the years. You know, it's it's... It's the unwritten rule, pretty much, of the Bahamas, I would say. When I say unwritten rule, um, so many people do it. It's not as if it's accepted, but at the same time, it is. So mm. why is that? I mean, and then we were talking about the difference between polygamy and bigamy. All right. Uh, like, why do you have two the same? Why are the words of that? I mean, it's one is a legal term. One is, is not illegal. A polygamy, as you know, um, more than one wife. But oh. then more than two, I would say. You can't really just say more than one. You have to say more than two. Because bigamy is just that you can't have two. You only have one. Mm -hmm. So if you have another wife, you're, are you considered a polygamist? But then that's illegal. So then they, they would charge you with bigamy. With bigamy. So what happens if you just marry three girls at the same time? You, it's not it's not one, but you now have three. You're a polygamist. I mean, and then we talk about the states. You might, it might be illegal in a certain country or state or something like that. So um, you can only enter into one marital contract. It's a legal thing anyhow. But what was the question you asked in here? Yeah, let's let's stick to the Bahamas for now. Yeah, <laughs> um, it get complicated. Um, I was watching. Uh, I got caught up with a show on Netflix, right? Uh, it, it was dealing with uh, a group of women, friends, um, and their family life. Mm -hmm. They're married and have kids. And one particular woman, um, I mean, the episode happened out of nowhere. Her husband, she caught her husband cheating on her. And you, you know how I get with these kind of topics. Uh, I don't know. Affairs has rubbed me the wrong way, probably because I've witnessed the effects of it firsthand. Um, so when I saw it happen out of nowhere, and when she, uh, you know, she approached him about it, his reasoning was is that she was not there. Both of them are, are business people. He's a lawyer. She's a, she works in advertisement. So both of them are there full-time jobs, doing what they got to do. Okay. And that was his excuse. Um, when I needed somebody to talk to, you're not there. Um, you don't tell me nothing. When you have a problem, you run to your friends. You don't tell me. So he felt alone. So he went, I guess, to somebody else who made him feel, I guess, special, not alone. But, okay, hold on, though. Because if you watch TV, that's always the reason. True. Is that reality? I do not. That's a good question. Why? <laughs> why? Why do people cheat? Because I can't say why men cheat because women cheat as well. Right. So why do people cheat? Again, that's why. I'm, that's why I was so interested in like, okay, how you go have, have a, how you could talk about this conversation because, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so many. It's so multifaceted. We have, we have to find. We have to find some cheaters to yeah. answer some questions. You know, someone who open about it, probably who. Still got back with their wife and, and they don't mind talking about it, or husband, I should say, and they don't mind talking about it and say why. But even so, that's just one person's opinion. I mean, I don't know if there's been a study on it to say why men or women cheat, especially in marriage. Because cheating nowadays, if you just dating someone and look at someone else, oh, he cheating. <laughs> you know, I mean, people find this funny, right? But seriously, Sawyer Boy, you know, he's put the, the character Tamiko and, and Kalika. Yeah. And Kalika's, 
he was taking a shower. I'm sorry, this is when he was taking a shower. And she was like, oh, see, you cheating. You just nasty. You want someone to rub you like the shower? You stay there with your shower, girl. <laughs> it was hilarious. He's just thoughtful. But anyway, but still, like, you're not even married, but but people still consider that to be cheating. Yeah, so. but I'm talking about married folks right now. That's strictly married folks. Okay. Um, like I say, I experienced something firsthand. I'm not going to call any names, but the man... The husband, the wife, and the sweetheart. I knew all three. So okay, I hold on, wait, wait. The husband, the wife, and the sweetheart. Is the sweetheart a male or female? So who was doing what? The husband was cheating. Oh, see? You see how you automatically fall under that? <laughs> automatically fall under that and assuming that everybody knew you was talking with the manji? Yeah, that's true. Okay, then. Now yeah. let's go on. So the husband, the wife, the sweetheart. And the husband had a child outside of marriage. Okay. And his wife. So this, his wife... Got pregnant a couple months later. So, actually, the sweetheart and the wife was pregnant at the same time. Oh, for the same man, for the husband? Yes. Okay. And it seems like they had an altercation during this time. Mm -hmm. So, in the sweetheart mind, the wife owe her an apology. What do you mean? Say that again. Okay. See, I don't want to say too much to give things away, but... What she wanted, what what did she want her to apologize for? The altercation? The altercation, the altercation that occurred. How she acted during the altercation. You better apologize to me. Yeah, and she and which is that. so weird. She believed that she's she believed that she's in a right. Her excuse is, is that her mother, her father cheated on her mother and okay. brought outside children into the marriage, and okay. her mother accepted all of these outside children. So, therefore, her, the husband now, oh, hold on, I get, yeah. I, I get lost, I get lost, hold on, hold on. You get lost. So, so since her mother accepted these outside children, she believed that the wife, the wife should, do the same thing. should do the same thing for her. But that's her norm, you know? Exactly. Hmm. But if you listen to a lot of um um cuz I I you remember when we first got married um I got introduced to that show with the empress it used to come on Yeah yeah and and it was a shock for you eh? Yes it was a <laughs> angle I was like it was a shock for me because I did yes, not hi, baby. know these things were happening Yes I I'm very green when it comes to to certain things so I Listening to this talk show, I had no idea that these things were happening in real life. So, it seems that this kind of thinking is the norm. Oh, my husband cheated. He had a baby outside the marriage, bring the baby home, and the wife takes care. The wife supposed to take care of the baby, like everything cool. Well, yeah, I mean, again, that's what I always tell you. Everybody has their own reality, you know. And the reality is is just what they see it as. Just because you see something one way doesn't mean they're going to see it the same way. You have to understand their reality. And I always get flack for this because I'm always, you know, I always ask questions. What do you mean by that? Because I don't want to put what you're telling me into your reality. Let me understand what you're saying and seeing first. Let me see your side of the story. Let me put myself in your position first. Not that I want to accept it, you know, but I just want to understand it. Because everyone who walks about see things differently. Even in the Bible, that's why you have four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And if you read them, each one of them had a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So you can't actually sit back and say, oh, why, what's wrong with her? She crazy. She's so stupid. In her world, this is normal. And again, when you look at most of the things we do in life, it always stems from something in the past of our family. Mm -hmm. When we're talking about... Um, Diabetes mm -hmm. or yeah. cancer. Or, well, cancer is kind of fun. Let's go with diabetes. So when the doctor asks you, do you have a history of diabetes into your family? And you say yes. And they tell you, oh, you're prone to having diabetes. You're not really prone to having diabetes. You're prone because of the food you eat. And because your parents used to eat it and your aunties used to eat the exact same food, chances are you're going to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And you're going to get it. But if you tell them, hey, no, you know what? I switch my normal to something different. I eat different foods. So there, I, I have diabetes in my family, but I don't eat like them. I eat my greens. I exercise. I don't smoke. I don't drink. 
Well, okay, you just reduce your chance of getting diabetes. Realities, you know? So I, for me, this is why I find people look at me as if I'm insensitive when they say things like this. I'm like, okay, so what's the problem? Because I understand that that person realizes it's their normal. Now, she's going to damage someone's family. Mm-hmm. But in her mind, this is normal. This is what happens. What's mm-hmm. the problem? Chances are, if she have a, has a daughter and her daughter does the same thing, she's like, okay, it's no big deal. But, you know, I always wonder, when it comes to the sweetheart, they find it okay to disrupt somebody's marriage. But what happens when they get married? But they find it okay for somebody to rock Do you them. know much sweethearts that ever got married? Um, a few, but not many. Yeah, they, they normally wait for the wife to, to pass away or divorce. Right. And hopefully they get the slide in. And then, then okay, I, again, I can't speak for many people, but what may happen, I'm just saying, is that um, the husband is probably telling them that. Oh, you know, my wife's sick. You know, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Once I get this divorce, we could be together. But all the time, he's not even looking to get divorced from the wife. He's just there to keep you. You're there for one thing. But I see some. I, I've witnessed where the sweetheart married her. You know why? Let me put it like this. Think about this very carefully now. Put yourself in their shoes, right? Um, if you put it this way, whereas... Okay, so I have a sweetheart. And I skip off with her to go to Miami. Or we go to the hotel, or we go to this place, or that place, or these things like that. The problem you have is, when you do divorce your wife, or separate from your wife, or your wife dies, etc., etc. She knows all the secrets. She knows all your <laughs> secrets. So where you going? Uh, you don't go nowhere. You she don't know go nowhere. You can't tell her nothing. <laughs> nothing. Oh, I agree with the boys. No, nah, she know what that means. You don't go with no boys. <laughs> you stay about so, radio. So you have no other choice. Now, some women just slightly that. They could be patient, and they could deal with that, and... You know, they do it. Some women do that. You know, I mean, it's obvious it happens. So, I mean, that's just how I see it. I don't know. Some of you guys could comment right in on that. Let us know how you feel about that part. Why? What's going on with that? When the, when the sweetheart, when the husband actually, wife dies or leaves her and he does marry the sweetheart, you know, why does that happen? And then sometimes, like, would the husband be like, hey, I just made time for freedom, but I ain't into you either. <laughs> But then I bring up another question because my um my cousin used to believe this wholeheartedly that a person can love two people at the same time. So maybe in his mind he loves his wife and he loves his sweetheart. So something happens within the marriage that the that he can't control no more. The marriage ended. So maybe he did love his sweetheart so much that he wants to marry her now. I wouldn't call it love. I would call it a different type of love. I mean. You can't love two people the same way. So, I might love something about you, and then I love something about the other person. So, it seems like you're loving two people at the same time. I might like your company. I might I like, like your company. It's like to sit down and Netflix and chill. But the other person, I might like their cooking. <laughs> or I don't have to worry, but no talking and nagging. We just chill out. So, you love two different things about each each person. And I find that, I mean, this is me. I'm not a psychiatrist at this. I'm just always looking at people and trying to figure this thing out. And I always wondered about that. Is it whereas you're trying to build your perfect person? Women do this all the time. Now, let me let me explain what I say before I get some rocks thrown on me in the street. You look at various people and you see in them something that you like. But everyone has something different. So in order to make that make you feel the way you want to be felt by someone, you need it from various persons. Now, I call that to be, um, I wouldn't call it a weak-minded thing. It's just that you can't separate reality from falsehood. So, I like you because, again, sex may be good. I like the other person because I could talk to them. And then I like the other person because I feel comfortable around them and I could relax. But I can't do, I can't relax around you because you always bother me for money because that's, you know, we, we got a little deal. What is it called, you know, side chick or sugar daddy, whatever it may be. But I can't talk to you because you just run your mouth. Mm-hmm. See? Then I always run my run mouth. She's, she, I good to talk to her. She don't talk to anybody, but she bad in bed. You see? So to build, to, to suit you, 
which is a selfish thing. You end up with more than one person, not realizing that you're taking away from each other person because it's being selfish. You're only thinking about yourself. Now, why say women? Marriage. I'm not saying all, but a lot of women have a concept of wedding, not marriage. They want the dress. They want the limo. They want the makeup, get the nails done, the hair did. Oh, have my friend over here. Have my sorority sisters do this, have that, 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 all these things. Get the cake. Then I'm going to change my outfit when I go to the reception. I'm going to change it again when we go do the dance. And you plan this entire wedding out, but you forget after that what you could do so again that's selfishness that's something that you want and when that is done what then ain't nothing wrong with having a a fantasy a dream it's your dream wedding you want you want to accomplish no no there's nothing wrong with that but you got to go further than that like that is the be all and end all yeah but you would think that's what the marriage counseling about to make me stop (laughs) thinking about that she say marriage counseling hey (laughs) come on every pastor that marries you i mean if you're a part of a church i should say you have to do something called marriage counseling there's the first thing every pastor should operative word i mean they do eh Operative word, they should. <laughs> Diana's going to slam the door now. Thank you very much, baby. So if you hear her crying once in a while, just let you know um, we have a fully live baby here. <laughs> and she's still running about. But yeah, I mean, you would think that. I definitely want to talk to a few pastors about that because every pastor do, will not, do not do the same things. Think about this very carefully, though. Um, it, come on. Okay, as a photographer, and you used to be with me sometimes, you could look at a couple. Y'all aren't supposed to be together. Think of that for a second. I Pause. Okay. I really do not. I shouldn't say I really do not. I I really cannot see a pastor telling two, individual, two individuals, I don't think y'all should get married. Why not? Isn't that his job? Shouldn't you say that? Say, look, okay, then. Not saying that I'm not going to marry you guys. I mean, probably you should say that. Go to someone else because that would be a bad record for you. But at least say, you know what? I don't think you guys are ready. Yes. That that would be a better word. But it's still up to the people to be like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but I still want to get married at this time. Dun, dun, dun. Sweethearting 101. (laughs) That's where it starts, doesn't it? (sighs) All right. Scenario. One scenario. Okay, people, I'm just going to let you know. If you don't know, I, I've been a photographer for a no, number of years. Shot a lot of weddings and a lot of things you see. Here's a scenario. Hmm. Boy and girl decide to get married. I show up on the scene to photograph them. But sometimes we as photographers, we hear things during, actually before the wedding. The guys speak, sometimes the girls speak. And you pick up on a lot of things along the way. Obviously, between these two, someone cheated. And the other was threatening to leave. So, usually it's the guy who cheated and the girl's threatening to leave. And he didn't want to lose her, so let's get married. She got all excited. Yay, because it's a, you say it's a dream thing. I'm going to get married. Yay, he's going to be my man. I'm going to hold him forever. No one's going ever going to use him. So, they go to the church, which they haven't been to in like 10 years, and be like, hey, pastor, mommy used to come here, and grammy tell me come here too. So, yeah, I'm Miss Susie, granddaughter. Pastor's like, oh, yeah, Miss Susie was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he goes through the thing, marriage thing, whatever. And he knows this is not going to work. Pastor knows this. Pastor does not say anything. And they get married. Do you think just because you put a ring on your finger, that's going to stop? Do you think that? No, of course not. But why do other girls think that? They still do that. They still get married. And they know what's going to happen. I don't want to say it, but say it, yeah, yeah, get, get get me in the comments. But um, I think they just won the wedding. That's what I said originally. They just won the wedding. But um, I said not all. Yeah, not all. Not all. But there are some out there that happens too. But you don't think some of them they really believe that the guy will change within the marriage? Again, that's their reality. Where did they get that from? 
they see mommy went through that or Grammy went through that. Oh, and mommy and daddy still kind of together. Grammy and grumpy still together. But they don't know that they're not really together. They only stayed there because of the damn kids. And they still do it. See, especially with grandparents, they hold so many secrets. And they go to the grave with these secrets. But that's what you see. You only see a part of what was going on. And you think that's normal. So you say, yeah, man, they cheated. Or something went down. But that's fine. Because you know your cousin or or your brother, who was your half-brother. Yeah, but he's living with your mummy. You know, and things like that. So you know something went down. Yeah. But you just don't know when it happened or how it happened. That becomes their reality. Because someone else did it. And they... You see that and you think that's normal. So I don't know. This is why we need someone. We need an expert, probably a psychologist who actually knows about this type of thing to give semantics. I know people want to know exactly what it, what it is. Or, even better, get it from the horse's mouth. Get someone, a male and a female. Get a couple and let's talk about this. Who been through it and survived. Yeah. And then like, because, you know, many people are always ask the question, how do you come back from something like that? <laughs> Got us be some, got us be some hurt. Um, can't you have to learn to trust the person all over again? And if you can't do that, then the marriage can't survive. Because like the example that I said at the beginning with the husband and the wife and the sweetheart, the husband and wife actually they tried, they tried to work past it, just couldn't. Thing about trust is when you lose trust. Uh, Ooh. But you know what I find interesting here in the Bahamian society? One, I think now people are bringing it up. The conversation of we don't know how to date, first of all. Um, I think people are, it was an era. I don't know where they just felt like, hey, we go on one date, use mine. Yeah. You know, things kind of got strange up in that. So one, we, did, we don't know how to date. Two, um, we don't know how to have conversations. Why? Because people don't like to hear the truth, you know. If we sit down and have a conversation exactly of how I feel it, you know, it's always an argument of, oh, why are you doing that? Uh, I'm not going to feel how you feel. No. Even though I hear what you're saying, I just don't understand it. It don't make any sense to me because I don't know how to have a conversation. Not in the conversation, you know. It's the word I'm looking for, <coughs> empathy. This is something I learned later in life, like having empathy for someone and, and being able to understand that, hey, um, I kind of I know what you're going through. You know, I, I feel your pain. Now, let's resolve this. We, we're not taught this. Conflict resolution is something that has never been passed down, hence why there's so many fights and murders and kills and jobs, people getting stabbed up and all these things like that. We do not know how to... to come to some resolve when you have a conflict, when you have a difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. So how do you think it's going to work in a relationship? I don't know everything about you. You don't know everything about me because I can't tell you everything because then you can't take it. You know? Like you tell me I have an evil mind sometimes. I'm like, dude, that's not evil. That's, come on, that's, con that's, that's just normal. No, no, you have an evil mind. There's nothing evil about that. But, yeah, because beginning, in, in the beginning of our marriage, um, uh, I had a problem with, we did have a problem with communication and the fact that um, whenever we sit down to discuss something, I always thought you were attacking me. And you'd be like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just exactly, you? I'm just speaking my mind, Crystal. What is wrong with you? But I, I just felt like every, every word that came out of your mouth was, was just, you can't do nothing right. You do this, you do that, you do that, you do that. And I was getting so upset with you and you was like, um, that's not what I'm saying, Crystal. I'm just, just trying to discuss something with you. I'm just trying to show you what I do not like, but have nothing to do with you personally. We just need to fix this situation so that I can feel comfortable or I can feel better about the situation. But I didn't see it like that. No. And again, that stems from how you were brought up. That's all that is. You know? Um, in my family, when you do something wrong, of course, you get cut up. But we always knew how to express ourselves. Like, boy, this is how I feel. I didn't like what you did. You always do this. You always do that. And when you did it, and giving you an example, remember when you did this? Remember when you did that? I, that's, sorry, that's how we did, dealt things in my family. 
you know, we 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 hash it out that way. So I was kind of used to talking that out. Yeah. But I'm fine. I not say I'm finding out. I found out not only with you but other people that they didn't grow up that way. Nope. Hence, even when we're having conversations, even today, what I ask you, what do you mean by that? In other words, I want you to clarify what you said. I need to understand what you're saying before I answer you. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I tell you, wait, 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 let me say it again, because you obviously didn't hear what I said. And I repeat it slowly with emphasis, because you're thinking, your mind is out there thinking, you're trying to answer before you listen. And this is one thing I learned with having a conversation between two persons. And it's basic, you know, you go in business school, anything like that, they have this whole thing about the communication process. Someone sends a message and someone receives it. But you can't receive if you you trying to talk or you thinking something different. You have to just listen first to understand. If you don't, ask questions. Mm-hmm. It's a simple process. Mm-hmm. But this process, you do not learn in school. You don't learn on the job. But you should be learning this at home, which no one teaches. <laughs> yeah. That's the, and that's one of the main things with newlyweds. Communication. You have to communicate, 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 communicate. And you have to realize is that, at least, that's, this is definitely one thing that we had to learn. What Rashad mom teach him when he was growing up have n- absolutely nothing to do with what my mom taught me when I was growing up. They, yep, you grow up in two different households. Uh, maybe in Rashad's house, uh, they like to, let's say with the dishes. That's, that's, that's one of my pet peeves. I don't, I don't like dirty dishes in the sink. So maybe in this house growing up, they let all the dishes collect throughout the day, and then somebody wash the dishes during the night. That's his house. Yeah, that's and, what we did. In my house growing up, when you finish eating or when you finish using something, you wash out the dishes. Would you, would you collect the dishes for? You wash out what you use and you be on your way. And then no one have to worry about washing the dishes at the end of the day. Ingrid, okay, now watch this though. This is why you have to have conversations about these things. And, you know, we talked about this over time. In the house that I grew up, my grandmother, she taught everyone, from her children, even to the grandchildren. We all had to learn how to take turns, how to clean the kitchen, clean the bathroom, clean the yard, everything, so on and so forth. And again, back in the day, they like their homes to look spick and span. If you leave water in the zinc for over time, even though it is steel, steel itself stains because of the, the buildup from the, the food that you have on the plates, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's in the water. It sits on the edge and you get this water line and it's hard to get that out. Hence why we did not leave water inside the zinc. But before you go to bed, two things has to happen that kitchen got to be clean in other words every dishes have to be washed and the garbage taken out and you clean the counters down the stove and you mop the floor before you go to bed same thing with the bathroom it was just this would be did normally over and over and over and over again so again me trying to adjust to what you're doing i'm still looking at it like you're gonna mess up the zinc and then i'm gonna have to buy another zinc yeah, but in our house, we never used to put it in the zinc. We had those little dish thing inserts, the Rubbermaid stuff. No. Again, yeah. see, my house, see what people don't realize, I grew up a little different. I grew up with old school parents who um, had businesses and so on and so forth. We never even ate with napkins, with tissue. We had actual cloth napkins. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> you could, you could talk. Sound a little bougie. That's what people would say. But my grandmother was very, she was very tight on looking a certain way. Shirts in your pants. Your shoes are always clean. Keep your, your, your shirt. For years, we had to have a crease in our pants. So we used to go to school, used to be sharp. And if you come home and you're dirty again, boy, you get in the row and then probably can get some cut up. That's just how we, brought, we were brought up. And now I rebelled afterwards. I took my shirt off my pants like, screw this. I don't have to do that anymore. But we grew up that way. So it's hard to get away from that. You know, it's hard to just throw that on the side. You know, even now, sometimes I got my shoes, they got my shoes of a scuff. And then shoes are not the same anymore. You know, you can't just polish them. They, they made of some flaky thing that comes off. You, you, your shoe got to get thrown away. And that's like $150. Because I look at that crack in the shoe and be like, oh, crap, I got to get rid of this. Because one thing she would always tell us, you can tell a man by his shoes. Having clean shoes. Again, old school. So things like that always stays with me. 
But yeah, you got to have a conversation. Sorry. You have to have a conversation, be able to talk back and forth and find some middle ground. Because like you say, it was two different households. Mm-hmm. You know? One thing I'm sure, like at the end of the day, yeah, that zinc is empty. Dishes are washed, so I'm comfortable. Even though you left the thing inside, they'd be like, wash as you move ahead. But at the end of the day, I want that zinc empty and everything there, so it's, it still works out. Uh, but getting back on topic, um, communication, that's, uh, I mean, like what you was talking about before, people look for, because they're not communicating with their husband the way they expect, they look for that in someone else. So you all about looking for different things with different people. I guess you don't even know. Sometimes you don't even know when the affair start. And that's another thing. When does cheating actually start? Oh, Lord, you got into something <laughs> that's... You know, I'm not even going to try to touch that because that goes so deep. Yeah, but, 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 but that's, it's, that's, um, that's a good point, though. Because people always think that cheating starts with the sex, Right. But you want to build up towards towards that encounter. So when the when did the actually actual? I'm sorry, I'm dealing with the baby and trying to talk at the same time. So when did the actual cheating actually started? I don't know because then you have to actually have a definition first of all start with a definition of what cheating really is if cheating like you say is just oh you slept with someone else then that's where it starts for you if you say um the minute you made up in your mind that i could talk to this girl knowing that i shouldn't be talking to her or i could go go out with this guy for a little it's just drinks like and you know you shouldn't go probably it started there or you go even worse why i say i didn't want to touch it but you're just thinking it like I mean, again, not to pull the Bible in it, but, you know, if you just think about it, that's what it said. You already committed adultery with that person. So <laughs> that is something I really can't answer. It all depends on where you are in life, how religious you are, or what you believe in, and what decisions you want to make on that. But I just can't say where it really start. And, again, um, I think that knowing where that is for you would help in the conversation of reconciliation. You know, um, it may not be, let's take all the people. I like to use all the people, like our grandparents or great-grandparents. You know, they were sailors, so these would move from island to island. Next, you know, they got like 20-something kids throughout the Bahamas, you know. And I know some people got like close to 100, and they all over the Bahamas. They're the same person is just traveling back and forth. So if you consider things like that, but they were married. They were married to one girl, but every time they go out, they have children all over the place. So, how does that marriage stay together? She don't know? No, she knows about him. <laughs> I, if, if you stay with someone who has 80 kids on you, <laughs> you only could be keeping up with the Joneses. In no way, you with him because you love him and respect him. And but some say that, though, because oh, I always loved him. Really? Yeah, I've heard that before. He tell you eighty times. Yeah. I mean, any see, children? That's the thing. Like, until you actually talk, have a have an honest chat with them, an honest chat where they let you know exactly what was happening, what was going through their mind when they did that. You know, they say that things so and they go, "Oh, you know," but I give them the right act, and and they felt good within themselves. That like, yeah, I I told them, I chewed them out. We did something. Our grandparents gotta have. A serious mindset. They have to be. They mind have mentally have to be on a different level to take that. Just yeah, the point. just the thought of you cheating on me. But that, even that, so, that hurt okay, me. okay. Let's put it to this point then. Even back then, especially if you were uh, you were not a lazy man, you were going out, you were working, putting food on the table, like the fishermen. They were making good money back in the day. So, you, as a woman, it was difficult for you to find a job. So in many, t- I just I'm just speculating here. I'm, I can't say it is. I'm just speculating here. It was hard to find a job for women. It was difficult. It wasn't to that point where you had women's liberation as yet. Um, uh, Dame, Dame, what's it? What's her name? I try to remember her name. Oh my gosh, my history. Ivory? No. Was that Ivory Dumont? Lady for women's liberation in Bahamas. Okay. Okay, I can't remember. Sorry, it's going to come to me when I stop. I feel so bad that I can't remember history. But anyway. That fight didn't start as yet. So what do you do? 
if you leave the man, now you have four children to take care of, no money, no work. What are you going to do? But that's what I ask you. Did they stay? That's what I want to know. Did they stay because they love him or they stay because... Like you said, I think they, they convinced the themselves that they loved them, but they knew the reason why. I'm just saying that's just one, one avenue of many. When I was in my last trimester with Diana, and I had a, that dream that you cheated on me, I was literally mad with you for three days over a dream. That's your business. <laughs> <laughs> so, so imagine you finding out that your husband have 80 kids on you, and you everything cool? You just let them sleep beside you in the nighttime? I don't know if they sleep on beside each other. <laughs> I'm not going that far. Right. I don't know. Wait, that's a that's a that's, that's my but that's it's it's mental strength. <laughs> people make fun of it. They call it the Bahamian pastime. You know, uh, cheating is is normal. It's a normal thing for many families. And again, I always look at it. Okay, you when you look at the demographics of things, you can't even say, oh, it's just poor people, it's just middle class people, it's just rich. It's, no, it's it all over. Yeah. You know, it's it's not it's not even. Um, what's the word I want to say? It's not even, I don't even know. The word just escaped me. It's not only black people. No. It's not a white Asians, everyone. The this thing happens. It's anyone. It's just humans. If you consider yourself human, this happens in societies. So, define the reason why. Well, boy, I, I don't think that's ever going to come to play. I'm sure other people try. I mean, okay, we have some people who gonna cheat no matter what you know they che- they cheated before marriage they're gonna cheat shoot some people got married and have their sweetheart to the wedding or oh, you know you did separate weddings like that you <laughs> need to it's like let's see, let's figure out who the sweetheart is gonna be yeah so are, yeah that's the one with the sexy dress sitting up front <laughs> so <laughs> making that mm-hmm. <laughs> so i mean there are gonna be men who cheat or women who cheat that's just them but I'm talking about, so, okay, let's start talking about those who fall into cheating. Like, they don't even know how it happened. It's just, it's just, it's just. What? It's just, Explain that. How do you fall into it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you ever heard the story from Pastor. I don't know. Should I call his name? No. Yeah. From my, anyway, from our Pastor. Um, he talked about the water cooler. You know, you go to the water cooler one day and you meet your coworker there and you all start having a conversation about something. Then the next day, have another conversation and the next day, you know, then a couple of weeks along, he started to give you compliments and then all of a sudden, you can't wait to go to the water cooler. But that's along the same lines where they're talking about. Or you don't talk to me, but this person is talking to me. You don't give compliments to me, but this person but is giving compliments say, to you. You, you miss, didn't fall you into miss. that. You'll miss and do nothing. <laughs> you know exactly what you would do it. No, but I mean. Because if you made the decision to go to the water cooler just to get that, you intentionally did that. But your, your, but your intention, your main intention was not to cheat, right? But you just you can't intend not to do something. <laughs> I'm just, you talk, I'm just to saying. This person. I don't intend to not be rich. <laughs> this person was not a cheater. They didn't. They, they, they could never see the chill self cheating ever in life. But all of a sudden, they find Johnny attractive, right? And Johnny is one of deep conversations with them. Their husband want to come home and just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Johnny texts in the middle of the night. <laughs> but I just said that. But I just said oh. that because you were lacking one thing with Johnny. Not Johnny. Your, your husband. husband. So Johnny, give it to you. You want that too. Yeah. Instead, you say, babes, we need to talk. Yeah. Let's have a conversation. Not even, hey, we need to talk. Man, I ain't into this talk. Just bring it up. So what if you tell your husband you want to talk and he doesn't want to talk? See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said not just say let's talk. Because when you say man, let's talk, that means I got to get my mind right. Why don't mm-hmm. you just don't bring it up? Okay. Not bring it up like pop in your face, but just gently push the person into it. You know? So um like wait. Okay, give me give me an example of something that, that that the water cooler conversation would be about. With deep conversations would they have? I mean it's just it's just conversations. All right. The argument what I we'll be always talking about about I wouldn't say argument, but the situation we was talking about is that a working man. A working man is focused on his business. 
and making money. That's his focus. Yeah. Um, he meet a girl. Um, he likes spending time with her when he's not working. The girl is getting antsy after but a couple see, of years. But see, that's the problem right there. Why you can spend time with her when you're not working? What are you doing that for? Is this a business outing? Be like, hey, we just we just land this account. Let's all go for drinks. No, 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 babes. You're getting things confused. Okay, say it again. He's not. This is a single man. Okay, I thought you. He's know. he's okay. on, he's on the track of um, goal oriented. He's getting his business together, right? He meets a woman. He dates her in his pastime, right? Okay. But his his focus is still making money in his business, right? So the girl get antsy after about four years. She wants to get married. Okay. His mind is not on marriage, it's on business. Yeah. But he does not want to lose her. Right. So he marries her. Yeah. Then they start to build a family, start to have kids and all this kind of stuff. Right. But his mind is still always on business. So right. he's always business, business, business. He's go to work, come home, go to work, come home. And when he comes home, he just want to rest. Right. So she has no one to talk to. She all talks right. to Let's the little kids. Let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Don't go no further than that. Why? Because you know what this dude was into. That's like going to a strip club, getting a stripper, and thinking you could change it and make it into a housewife. Come on, nigga. No, it's the same thing. It's the same concept. You cannot change people. People always get in relationships hoping to change them. Has I, have I ever changed you? I always try to tell you, look here, do what you want to do, but just freaking do it. Don't just sit down and do nothing. Do what you want to do. Do something. But I'm not going to tell you what to do. You know what you want to do, so you do it. So if this dude is busy doing his business, you met him doing this, and he tell you about it, because I show up for four years, you'll have this conversation where you say, okay, I'm going to build this multi-billion dollar company, blah, blah, blah. I think now you want to come and mess that up for me? My dream is already there first. So now you can't come and take that away from him. Same thing with, like I say, I go to the strip club, I see this girl, she look good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I want this one. So I take her, let me score, man, let's, let's go to the drinks. And you start talking. Then you be like, oh, you catch feelings. Now you want to marry her and take her home? Really? But a marriage is still like a plan. It's still like a what? A plan. You still got to take care of that. I understand you, but you said something very interesting. Because she getting antsy, want to leave, and started putting pressure on him. And because he doesn't want to leave her. He made the decision, okay, let's do this. He made a compromise. Mm -hmm. But his heart is still with the business. The stripper heart is still with stripping. We get on <laughs> oh my goodness. No, because you came up with a guy, a guy who took a girl who, who, yeah. who was interrupted by a girl. So I'm talking about a girl who was interrupted by a guy. Okay. And strippers are bad idea. Okay. I mean, so we, we things, took it, we took it to the extreme. We took it to the extreme. Okay. So let's just say the guy have a normal job then. Okay. He comes home tired. Yeah. No, no, you have to go back again. You just can't start there. You always have to go back. Just just like reading the Bible. You can't just give me one verse and be like, see what this means? <laughs> no, no, no. Let's take the whole chapter and then let's go through the whole thing. And then let's get the understanding of this one verse. So okay. you just can't be like, you come home tired. You're working now. No, yeah, no, no. He, give me a story. He, he works. Everybody works. He works nine to five. He comes home tired. He just want to go. He just want to come home, eat his dinner, bathe his skin. There's a reason for that. Bed. The question is, what is the reason for that? What you mean? There's a reason why everybody does do everything. If he does that, that means he may have a stressful job. Sounds like she needs to go and rub his back. Sounds like she needs to go and take care of him. And whilst he's doing that, y'all can have a conversation. I'm just saying, there's always a way in. See, the thing is, let me show you something, right? The thing is, everybody always look for the other person to do something. I've noticed this. You're always looking for the other person to do something when it's fact you should do something yourself. Oh, they ain't doing this for me. I ain't, I ain't going to do nothing for them. Yeah. Look at him. He's just sitting on that couch. Yeah, look at her. She ain't want to do that. Like, why don't you do something first? If you wanted something to change, then change. That's something there. Stop looking. It was, it was something that was on. Okay, I, I could give a religious thing right now. And y'all could tell me. Because I'm having a conversation with someone else. Um, actually, I don't know if I want to bring that up because that might be a sensitive topic. No, I'm not going to bring that up. But anyway, you can't look outside yourself. I'm not saying that it's your fault. The thing is that, you know what? Every beast can be tamed. Now, there's still going to be a wild beast, but you can tame the beast. The question is, what do you have to do? People don't ask themselves. They, they never ask the right question. It's just like I was telling you with a problem. It's not like, 
oh, but that ain't going to work because of the government. This, or that ain't going to work because of this. It's the question is, okay, then, but what do you got to do? You asking the wrong question. Yeah. So if he comes home and he's tired, the question is, why is he tired? What can I do to make him feel more comfortable? What can I do to make him rest a bit more? Because if he sleep better, that means he wake up faster. And then we can have a conversation. You know? If he come from a job that's stressful and he's tired and he want to go down, you need to get that off his mind. You need to okay. do something. Come from a stressful job into a nagging home. Exactly. Make and then you wonder why you're around. you don't want to go home. Come yeah. home. <laughs> that's why I do. Just go to the bar. Wow. I go into the bar first, but let me get drunk before I go home and deal with this one. So as I said, you just gotta figure it out. So instead of instead of going out there and working on a relationship with somebody else, work on your relationship. Work on home. your relationship. Oh, he didn't want to touch me, so I ain't gonna touch him. Why he don't want to touch you? Exactly. What's happening? And even so, you don't have to. If you don't even know why, initiate. Because a life I again, usually most relationships are one-sided in something. You know, someone always waits. Someone has to initiate. The other person receives. Sometimes you gotta switch it up. You know, again, if you're going to do this thing, this is what you should do. This is just my opinion. Now. I don't know about other people outside there, but it's just my opinion. Because this is what I've seen over and over and over again. When it always is, it's always to the point where, um, like when I was single, and I knew a lot of girls they used to talk to and their boyfriend had problems and stuff like that. I'm like, why the hell didn't you just do this? Wouldn't that, that would have that just ended the entire situation? Oh, no, but he should have come to me first. Like, no, you had the problem. He didn't even know you was mad. You all mad up at yourself. <laughs> You don't even know. You don't even know. He going with these boys. He going to play basketball. Well, maybe you should do something to keep him home. What do you think about that? If you do it, I... Let me say this. I feel like I'm talking a lot more than you. <laughs> but I, I usually do anyhow. <laughs> but I've never been that type to go out and hang with boys. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll go from time to time. And yeah, but that's like once in a blue moon, literally. I don't do that a whole lot. So I always find it strange that... Dudes want to hang with other dudes all the time. Like something wrong with that, that situation to me. Yeah, you got your friends. You want to hang out. Be like, yeah, sit down and drink and talk or whatever. But that's not going to be every day, boy. You don't do that every day. What you hiding from? What you riding? What you running from? You have a family at home. You got to go hang with dudes. I, I sorry, y'all got to explain that to me. And I sure someone could come with some someone could come with some explanation, but I just can't understand that. Even when I wasn't married, I don't want to hang around a bunch of people. I do what I gotta do, and I gotta have something else to do. You got idle flicking hands, is what your problem is. I can tell the people they got idle hands, man. Idle hands. They, if they you like, got time some to people, sit down, some people are extroverts. They like company. That is fine. That is fine. That is that's very fine. That's not a problem. But every night, seven days of the week, you want to go party. They like company. That's just some people, some people, they, that's how they feel enjoyment. That's how they feel happiness. That's how they like to be around other so people. What you get married for? What you get a, what you get a spouse for? What you going through all that? What you uh, do that for? If you married to your, your, your friends. Well, now, I know I some people it. are very frenzy, but uh, sometimes you're going to spend some time with your spouse. I mean, there's a reason why you married them. You don't spend no time with them. That you're trying to wonder why you're going, she going with Johnny. <laughs> When you in the basketball court, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny is like, you're hosting, you're bad. Because you never home. Exactly. Good with the next one is, man. Um, give me my red shirt. Give me my red shirt, baby. The Ancient man. Never heard that. Oh, Lord. I got to play that for you. Yeah. It's the same thing. He come to the back door. I say, he come to the front. He going to the back door. So you go into the church all the time. <laughs> you got to listen to that one. But it's the same thing you're talking about. One. Someone got to step up. Now, I don't, I don't mean, because I know women like to row, especially Bahamian women. If you come hey. from a, look here, if you come from a traditional Bahamian family, you is row. Uh, you you use all my Bahamianese in that one. You is row. I, I can't say that. Yeah. No, no. See, I'm going to take your mind of what you think rowing is. Okay. D- don't think of, oh, rowing is just this one thing. Okay. Let me rowing is okay. more different facets. You got some people... Who, boy, they snap their neck and do all kinds of stuff. And, like, you could hear them two miles down the road. And you got other ones who would sit right on the side of you and whisper. And you getting robbed. I just letting you know, it's different levels of robbing. So if you come from a baby home, use robbed. I don't know about other cultures. I only know about my own culture. And that's what it is. So some dudes can't deal with that. And it comes from, again, I'm just speaking 
Like keep on saying, keep on saying this, because I know people take things and and twist it. You know, but everyone, like you say, brought up a certain way. You're brought up, see, is different. Man, most Bahamian men grow up in homes with mothers only. And you so used to your mother telling you, don't do this, don't do that, do it this way, da 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 da, that you, it becomes uh, something in the back of your mind where when a woman talks, you go quiet. You don't know how to deal with that because you can't back talk your mom. She's slapping quick. So here it is now, you're in this relationship, and she started robbing. What you supposed to do? You know how to, are you supposed to talk? I don't know. They don't know how to talk. That's why they end up fighting. Mm. I just say it. But anyway. Mm. Psychiatrist, let me know. <laughs> they all let me know. I sure you had enough conversations with enough um, families and relationships to know exactly everything that happens in the home is based on how you grew up in your own home, how your family was. My uncle was a player. My brother was a player. My daddy was a player. So what do you think happened to me? Until you make the conscious decision in your mind? That's what I was, that's what I was about to say. You could, you could break curses. I mean, yeah, my mom always told me, say, stop saying it's a curse. But what, what do you want me to call it? That's what it is. If if it continues. Every person down the line keep on doing the same thing. I mean, I mean dying something that you work towards. I something to look forward to. That's something you want to break. Yeah, so that's the thing. You have to consciously make that decision. And first of all, you got to know where you are. I think a lot of people don't, don't know where they are in their life. They don't even realize that it's not considered normal. Uh, like I say, it's their normal, but it's not a healthy relationship. Let me go with that. Let me say the word normal because normal is so suggestive. Something healthy. Yeah, both persons enjoy relationship at all. So it's totally different, you know. So, hey, baby. Yeah, it's kind of strange that way. So you have to be very careful on um, how you deal with each other because everyone grew up, grew up differently inside their own home. They have different concepts of how things should go. So I don't know, buddy. How do you feel about it? <laughs> you have no idea. I mean, you already, you already basically said... Yeah, I said what I used to have to say, but what do you have to say? Nothing. Ah, Lord. I put you everywhere. <sighs> so one time for baby to go to sleep. That's another thing dealing with a parent, especially when you become married and you have your, your children, you have to take care of them, and there's so much things you have to deal with um, as they grow. You know, there's a point where she couldn't walk, and you're so nervous when was she walking time. Then when she started walking, be like, "Oh God, why this girl won't keep walking?" <laughs> now she running around the place, reaching for doorknobs, and then recognizing you more. And you got to realize that everything she's learning now will mold her entire life. So you're always wondering, "Am I putting anything in the back of her head that's going to mess her life up?" You know. And. Bringing that up, that brings another thing to mind. Um, does having kids negatively affect the marriage? Does that cause affairs? What do you mean negatively? Like how? Like what? Explain. Maybe the wife gets so caught up in the kids that she neglects the husband. Well, that happens. That's automatic, actually. Um, the husband just, I mean, you know the kids are noisy. Especially if the wife tired and nagging. I mean, does he want to come home anymore? How do you deal with it? Again, it's, it's your life. Don't they always say this all the time? This is your life, but accept it. <laughs> like, but, I, but, I, but, I, but how are you talking about affairs? I'm just saying, is it a con? No? That's yeah, it. but I'm saying, I'm also saying with that, the realization is that this is now your life. You are no longer single. You are no longer... Um, not only just in a relationship with you and your wife or you and your husband, but now there's a third party that you both have to take care of. Your life changed. The minute you put that ring on that girl finger or you put that ring on that guy finger, your life just changed. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about yourself no more. You got to worry about each other. Mm -hmm. The minute you all go come from the hospital with that car seat and you put that baby in the back there, your life changed. Mm -hmm. Actually, before that, because yeah. you got to prepare for it. Your life changed. Now, if your mind not changing with that, you in problems. If you still want to go have fun and gallivant and play around and do foolishness and waste your money and do kind of nonsense. Well, but again, 
personally me, I spend money. But I always spend money on somebody I can make more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't spend money frivolously to say that, oh, I spend money for the fun of it. No, I spend it like, hmm, if I do this and I do that and I get this, then I could spend this and I could make all that. Like, all my equipment, you know, I make my money back from it. Mm-hmm. So uh, you don't spend your money frivolously anymore. So if your mind don't change, this is how I feel about it. If your mind don't change as your life changes, you will be in problems because you will feel the same way. Oh, she ain't jacking for me. Uh, she always into the, and I'm you, some people get really angry at the baby for that. Even babies get angry at other babies too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but <clears throat> they get angry about that and the same thing because then the wife would feel neglected as well. I am always with this baby. You don't want to take care of this baby. You don't ever be home. That's like the song. Tell old mm-hmm. Sam. Tell yeah. old I ain't here. We can't go out no more. We can't do things together. You want to take me on no dates. And that's home with this child all day. Tell all night. I ain't here. You better come home now. That's what these songs for. I love Bahamian music. They tell the story of your life, you know, of Bahamian life. But you in the bar. Say, who that is? Tell her I ain't here. <laughs> better come to your visa, baby kids. <laughs> you didn't change your life. You still want to go hang out with the kids, with the boys, go shoot pool and do foolishness and stuff like that. But your life changed. Your, your children need to see you. They need to know the daddy in the house. You know, just because you grew up with your mommy alone, that don't mean she do the same thing with, with, with your children. You know how to freak you turn. You turn it all messed up. <laughs> you you want to give the same thing. That's, that's why you know no better. You all messed up. <laughs> that's true. You, you just don't know. The, you don't see, you got you to gotta see better. That. That's another thing. That I mean, because some people never see anything. You remember before we got married, I always said that I, I think out of, the amount of people I knew, there was one relationship, one marriage I saw that was a potentially um, healthy relationship. And then I was still on the outside looking in. That was my aunt, my uncle. You know, he was a pastor and she was the, the pastor's wife and they had their children. And again, from the outside looking in, <coughs> they had a very long marriage. But they had things together. Even the parts that I took from my grandmother and my grandfather was that they had defined roles. And we were always talking about this, you know. Um, and I mentioned it. Why I say defined roles, I know nowadays everybody looking for equality. You know, we share everything together. We do this together. Your turn to do this. Your turn to do that. And that's, I find that that causes arguments. Because like you say, I come home and I'm tired. It's my time to cook. <sighs> really? That's a fight. Why you don't cook yet? I hungry. Nah, 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 nah. Or you come home from work and I didn't clean up. Why the bathroom still cleaning this? Nah, 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 nah. That's row again. It's always something that's gonna be happening. But if I say, look here, your job is to take care of the kitchen and cook, I don't have to worry about that. My job is to bring um pay the bills and do so on and so, then you don't gotta worry about that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you come to a point where it's like, yeah, your job requires you to do a little bit extra or something changed, like this COVID-19 come, so I'm not working, so I can't pay the bills, but you still working, okay, we got to switch roles a little bit. Just have to find roles, but, mm-hmm. you know, make it easier. Stop freaking the hell out. Yeah, because when we first got married, we did not have those defined roles. Nope. And, yeah, it used to piss me off every second. <laughs> but, yeah, after we had a discussion and we decided to delegate things permanently yeah that it works out yeah it worked out it works out i don't cross your path and you don't cross mine i do what i gotta do and you do what you gotta do correct baby eats i eat lights stay on we all could watch tv internet never shuts off we keep our roles together mm-hmm. so you don't gotta rob me i know what my responsibility is at the end of the month i gotta okay i gotta dish out some money Yep. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to make sure grocery now yep. is going to... Whatever the situation is, that's my role. Yep. I don't care what the hell happened after it. I gotta, just got to get that done. Exactly. So uh, that's just us. And that's just the way I saw it. Like certain things, I saw a lot of relationships and I said, that works. This doesn't work. This possibly could work, but I have to try it first. And then you start picking apart things, you know, and you start implementing. Let's try this. If it doesn't work for you, throw it away. Mm-hmm. Try something else. But one thing that we did realize that we needed, we f- are falling short on it, is date night. Yeah, we used to do a Friday thing. It was Friday. Yeah, it's Friday night, date night. But COVID, every night is date night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go. 
So they probably are watching TV, but I still try to get work done and be like, ah, oh, okay then. Yeah, okay. that's 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 definitely one thing that you should schedule. People say you shouldn't schedule a date night, but in this day and age, you just have to. You have to set a, set aside a day, or I shouldn't say a day, an evening, just for two of y'all to reconnect, have a nice discussion, just something without the kids, just you two. Yeah, especially even before the baby, I mean, yeah. always deep in the work, both yeah. business and work, doing a bunch of stuff. So I needed every day, every night I have to be doing some work, doing something. So I needed that scheduled so I could know that, all right, people ask me, oh, I need you to do something for me on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Nah, I can't do that. You better go ask my wife. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I was always a no. He, he works I all a lot of times. Like Friday nights is my night. No. <laughs> yeah, so that was something, again, having a conversation, you if you didn't bring it up, I would not have known. So you have to talk. You, this is how you feel. So tell me how you feel. What's going on? All right. So let's find some way that we could deal with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's seven days in a week. Give me giving up one is not a big deal. You know, be in a couple of restaurants and had some good food and some good drinks and stuff, and it was a good thing. So, yeah, you. S- we, we people like to use these big words, and you know I have a problem always that people like to use big words. Or you know what they say, um, communication is the key. Well, but what is communication? Don't, oh, that's just talking. No, it's not just talking. No, it's talking, listening, trying to understand, asking questions. Communication is difficult, you know. Because if you just want to talk, there's be one person talking, and the next one being like, "Okay, what now?" <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, but yeah, like so, wow, we strayed so many different places right this with this conversation. From. Yeah, because this, yeah, we we far from where it's supposed to be. Yeah, but I don't even know what our topic was anymore. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, we we have these conversations a lot. Um, from one topic to the next, we always talk things back and forth. Usually, it starts with a question: Why this or why that? And then you just have a conversation back and forth about it. You know, sometimes you see things on social media or on TV, and, and you ask questions of why this happened, even what what government's doing you know, or what businesses happen. Because I see things differently from her. Um, totally different. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I have to. I have a habit of seeing putting myself in someone else's shoes, and then look at it from their perspective. Even with business, with businesses. You wonder why people laying them off? Like you think if I would, I wouldn't do that with my business. But I lay you off quick, long time. But she would feel like, but yeah, the people being working for twenty years. But look here, either I let you go, or the whole business goes under. <laughs> you have to make a decision. When you put yourself in the other person's shoe, you see everything totally different. Even now with the situation with the government, how they're handling it, you have to put yourself in the shoe. If you were the prime minister, what decisions would you make? Mm. And this. I'll say this before we go, right? Um, just to let you into my thought process. Like I say, I put myself in my people's shoes. Even watching movies or TV shows, even though it's fake or fictional, put yourself in that shoe for a second. What would you do? Just just really think about it. You you have all the information. What decision would you make? And then make your decision. That helps you in your real life situation when something does happen. Oh, I lost my job. Okay. Um, what next? What questions would you ask yourself? What would you have to do? Because now you have to gather information. That's the good thing I like about the movie part. Because in the movies, the plot takes you along where you understand what's going on to that point. So you now have to look at your life and where the world is going and saying, what should I do next? In order to to survive this and be able to feed my family. Just just ask the right questions in anything. Ask the right questions. Don't say you can't or it's not going to work. The question, if it does not going to work, do ask the question, why? And when you run out of answering why, then you're going to be left with, well, this part might could work. Just ask the right questions. All right. So anything else? Nope. Not please. Yeah. Let's just end it. <laughs> Let's just end this one because this this one is pretty long. We'll just do a ah. I think we went into about three or four different topics right then. So anyway, thanks a lot for listening. Um, 
Don't forget to listen to other podcasts here on BroughtUpC.com. This year, I think you're going to add this to Sweet on You. You can actually go to what? Why Do You Believe What You Believe? Or probably just Talking Fool. I have no idea how we're going to put this. Um, most likely, just going to drop it on the Talking Fool and see how it works from there. Hopefully, we're going to talk a bit more, just topics from day to day and work from that. Probably do some more topics on raising a two-year-old during COVID. <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough, y'all. It's tough. But anyway, thanks again for listening. If you have any questions, leave it in the comments. Um, if you'd like to hear some, if you have suggestions of persons who can answer some of these questions that we have, especially about cheating in the Bahamas, please drop it in the comments, send us an email, anything like that, and we would love to hear from you. Thanks right, so much for listening. Talking food is a very serious thing. Talking food is a crying shame. Talking food, it will taste your blood. For talking food, will leave you lying in the mud. Harry talking food, shame in the game in the hand. He breaks you to bush crying.